It's the Horrorphoria Podcast. Don't touch that dial. Andy Gilly and John Richards are your hosts of this weekly podcast to rate and review horror movies. Is it good? Is it bad? <laughs> Is it a classic? Find out now. <laughs> Welcome to the Horror Foria podcast. It is Friday. It's got to be May 1st of 2020. <laughs> Episode number 60. Broadcasting from our, this movie was filmed in Green Bay Studios in Wausau, Wisconsin. I'm John Richards. And Andy Kelly. And were, you, were you an employ band? Boy, that was good. No, I was watching TV this morning <laughs> and it played all day. That and was... that's all anybody's been saying. We got special guests in with us for a fourth time. Kessler, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Doing okay. good. You holding up in this uh, this COVID pandemic thing? As much as I possibly can. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not a lot going on, man. Not, not a whole lot, no. But yeah. I don't know. It seems like it's uh, starting to get back on track. Yeah, it, it seems like you, you've got that light at the end of the tunnel that we're kind of feeling right now. I'm you know, because so. like, especially in here in Wisconsin where we're at. You know, we're starting to see some of the more of these businesses. Obviously, they're taking great precautions to keep everybody safe, but it's opening little by little, which is uh, really, really nice to see. Exactly. Anyways, horror movie news. Yeah, we actually have some horror movie news. Nice. So uh, Kevin James, Joe McHale, and Lulu Wilson will be starring in a home invasion movie called Becky, in which Kevin James plays the villain. Ooh. Looks like a horror thriller. It's not billed as a comedy. Who's the other actors in that? Uh, Joel McHale. So I like Joel. This, I love Joel McHale yeah. from The Soup. And Lulu Wilson, who's uh, like a younger girl. Oh, it's like she's a teenager, 13. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Kevin James. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really Paul not. Blart. Not a big fan of the Paul Blart Monk Cup. <laughs> no, I, you know, I've I've seen some things I liked him in, but I, I actually didn't see Paul Blart, but maybe that's why I still like him. I don't but, know. Yeah, don't, don't watch him. I, I can't find a trailer for this, so I, I can't really confirm what kind of movie it is, but I guess it comes out in June. Mm, interesting. So, yeah. Tom Savini will be appearing on Joe Bob Briggs show tonight. Yes. Uh, Savini will be on Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. No words on the films that Joe Bob will be showing, but rumors online suggest that Maniac may be one of them. That would be great. I watched awesome it last movie. week. There was a watch party that Straight Chillin' hosted. Really? For Maniac? Uh, uh, no, no, no. Last oh, week was, that, yeah, it was the season gotcha. two premiere. Okay. They did Chopping Mall and Bloodsucking Freaks. <laughs> Have you ever Classic. seen that movie? Kessler, have you seen it? I've seen Chopping Mall, but not Bloodsucking okay. Freaks. Do, do not watch it. It's it's so, such a deprived movie. <laughs> I mean, I watched it, and I'm like, why am I watching this? <laughs> and I'm glad Joe Bob. I mean, because uh, they had Chris Jericho, the wrestler, on there. So he oh, was yeah. like the special guest. But, man, I was just like, this is not. Have you seen it, Andy? I see, I've seen Chopping Mall a long time ago. I haven't seen one. Bloodsucking Freaks? No, I've not seen it. You don't one. need to see it. Trust okay, me. gotcha. But it's depraved? Maybe it I really is. It. I mean, th there's a lot of gratuitous nudity in there. Well, then it sounds like I need to see it. Yeah. It sounds okay. right up my alley, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I see that Brahms the Boy 2 is on Amazon now. Oh, boy. I uh, just thought I'd mention that since I give this uh, like 30 mentions last year. Uh, <laughs> talked about it like every week. Yeah. Uh, I like the first one, but you know that because I've talked about this way more than I should have. Mm -hmm. uh, Damien Leone re released a sil uh, still from Terrifier 2. The still depicts Lauren Lavera as Sienna in Terrifier 2. It's mm -hmm. on the movie's Facebook page. Uh, Terrifier 2 is still due out to be... Uh, still 
due to be out in November, in October, actually. And Kessler, you got to realize he, he's going to be a part of the credits. I am. Oh, for real? I, I, yeah. I did the Indiegogo. And, oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> and so I got <laughs> myself up to that level. I'm a backer, exactly. So uh, that's why I'm talking about it, too, I guess. huh? No, I, I really did like Terror, the first Terrifier. Oh, yeah. So, great movie. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. It looks really... Uh, Really like they uh, uh, got the uh, funding they needed to make this really cool. So good. Nice. Something kind of related to horror movie uh, news. TheVerge.com reports that AMC theaters would no longer play Universal films effective immediately after unacceptable comments were made by NBC Universal CEO Jeff Schell and its decision to bypass a traditional theatrical release for Trolls World Tour. Uh, Trolls World Tour pulled in nearly $100 million in revenue through digital sales alone. Mm -hmm. And and as soon as theaters reopen, we expect the, uh, let's see, what is this? He he said, as soon as theaters reopen, we expect to release movies on both formats, he said, meaning that some movies would continue with theatrical releases while others would go direct to digital retailers or possibly land on NBC Universal's new streaming service, Peacock. Mm -hmm. That's of significance, obviously, because two horror movies, The Hunt and Invisible Man, were recently released this way. Uh, seems to me that maybe AMC needs uh, Universal more than the other way around. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm going to go off on a tangent. I think you know where I stand. At yeah, I, I, I'm going to go off on a tangent. And, and Kessler, both you and I are radio guys, okay? Mm-hmm. So basically what AMC said to Universal, because they, they almost like picked up their toys and went home because they thought they were being insulted. So basically the CEO of, of AMC goes, well... Or no, no, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll go what Universal said. They said, well, it's a viable uh, uh, situation. It's viable because this this Trolls 2 movie, which is a children's movie, made $100 million on this uh, not on being in yeah. the theater. And the guy yep. said, it's a viable thing. So we, we're going to do it both ways. AMC gets on there and goes, well, no, because you're insulting us. We are never going to show a Universal movie. Now, for you and I being in radio, that's like a record company saying, uh, let's say Sony. Sony's a big one. Mm-hmm. Sony says, hey, we're going to put our artists on Sirius XM satellite. And that's like us going, well, we're never going to play a Sony artist ever again because <laughs> right, that's yeah. where you're going. Yeah. How did that go for us uh, in the radio industry? It, yeah. It's it's really you don't do it. it. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if anybody if this benefits anyone, it's AMC's uh, competition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be able to like. So I, I don't know. You know, Universal's monster horror movies haven't done real well, except for the uh, except for the Invisible Man, which was a great movie. I don't know if you've seen that. It's a yeah, no. great movie. Um, John, and I reviewed it a couple weeks ago. Uh, but, you know, you're, you're going to not have things like uh, these minions movies which are gold you're not going to have those in your theater uh well your competition across the street across the uh, town is playing them selling out it's every show selling out every show it's, yeah. it's really stupid mm. so I, I i think uh someone's uh <laughs> someone's got their ego a little bit in, in front of their uh, they're like children i mean yeah, they're, totally. they're saying i'm p- taking my toys and going home yeah okay go ahead see ya it's dumb and, and this is at a time that theaters really uh should be trying to get people into the theater not right. not fighting a battle like this i love the options i love having the options sure, being able too. to have the movie going experience or being able to sit at home and watch a brand new movie i mean i think, I, I think we're let out or left out because you and i aren't big movie going fans no. or, or going to the theater i don't know if you're the same way no, I, going to the theater is just 
either one too expensive or two just disruptive for the other people around. Completely, like, you know. You know, like, and these are two things that theaters have to deal with. You know, I mean, they need to fix this problem. They they can't be charging twenty dollars for a uh, for popcorn anymore. You know, yeah. I mean, I get that th- this is their business model. They got to figure out a different business model yeah, because this one isn't working. Mm-hmm. You know, I I there's rarely is there a movie that I find it worth going to the theater for. You know, no. uh, and and how many times do you hear people say, oh, "I'll wait for it to come out on video"? Exactly. Well, we now you don't to. have to wait anymore. You yeah, know? I mean, I would love for the new Halloween Kills movie that comes out in October to like be available. I spend twenty dollars and I watch abs- it at home. I absolutely would spend more money to watch it at home right away than than to wait for it. You know, in the comfort I, of my own home where I can control it if I need to pause it or back it up. Exactly. It's like, I missed that. Let me see that again. Or like you know, yeah, it that. Yeah, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. I would pay the extra just to have the benefit of watching it at home, too. Yeah, And, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> and now we are. So, on you, AMC. Well, yeah, I, I don't know what uh, what this guy's thinking, but uh, I, don't, I don't think it's a good move. And I, I think you'll see him uh, coming out and saying, yeah, we might have overreacted to that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't doubt if that you. comes out sooner than later, right? Yeah, I would think so. Uh, That's about it for uh, Horror Movie News. Okay, well, here's your Horror Movie Trivia. In this movie, one of the characters makes a huge reference to one of Wisconsin's most notorious serial killers. Do you know who it was? Well, we have several in Wisconsin, and the, we do. Uh, but the uh, the uh, only one that uh, I can think of that the clown guy was John Wayne Gacy. He was from Illinois. Yeah, he, yeah, he they was made from an Ed so that's reference in Gags the Clown. There you go. Uh, okay, no, you're right. They did. Yeah, <laughs> they dropped the name about, once. Yeah. yeah, when they're talking about the shop owner, you're right. Yep. Okay. Ed Gein. That that was it. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. that's absolutely right. <laughs> you got any trivia? I do not have trivia today. All right, we'll go jump right into it with Andy's Chainsaw Synopsis. All right, a sinister-looking clown haunts the streets of Green Bay, Wisconsin. When two teams of reporters, a podcaster, and the Green Bay Police decide to track him down, the consequences to all of them will end up being not so funny. Uh, that's that's perfect. All right, here's your spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about Gags the Clown from 2019 director Adam Kraus. He is a Wisconsin boy. This was filmed in Green Bay, Wisconsin. This is where it all got started. So if you have not seen this movie, it's free on Amazon Prime. Make sure you pause the podcast, go watch this thing, and then come back what we find out have what we have to say about it. So we'll start with our guest, Kessler. Initial thoughts about the movie. Initial thoughts? Um, it was entertaining to watch. I thought it was... Pretty corny. Um, the violence was pretty violent. Nothing too over the top, I thought. Um, I don't know. I, I picked at it quite a bit, but I, I wouldn't. I didn't say. I wouldn't say I hated it. Okay. I was still entertained most of the way through. Gotcha, Andy. I got to tell you, I was not real excited to watch this movie, uh, <laughs> and I was like, you know, maybe I should just let Kessler and, and John do this one and bow out for this week. But actually, I really, I, I went into it not expecting anything. I was very pleasantly surprised. I thought it was actually a really good indie movie uh, and decent, decent found footage movie. Uh, I don't know what his budget was on this, but I think he should go talk to Glenn Danzig about how to spend money on a movie. Because <laughs> boy, did he! This was for I don't know, like it seemed like uh, it had a decent budget or something. You know, it was a really competently made film. Yeah, you say what you will about the plot. It was sure it was kind of there was nothing groundbreaking going on here. There's nothing like uh, shocking and different than than what we've seen before in in some horror movies. Right. Uh, with you know, with the exception of the kind of 
the way the clown was the viral uh, before that. And so there's the marketing of this movie was a little more unique than, than the movie itself. Yeah. But, uh, I, I really think it was very competently made, uh, on a, on a very small budget. I was impressed by it. If I had to be honest, I think it would be better if it wasn't trying to come off as a found footage movie. You, you might be right. I, um, I, I believe that. Because I believe, I like, I like the idea of it following three different stories uh, encompassing this one creature or supernatural being. Um, but the found footage thing, you either do it right or you don't do it. Yeah. Like, I feel like putting a, like, <clears throat> a views counter in the corner or, like, a, like, uh, date and time in the lower right-hand corner just isn't enough. Sure. I mean, sure, they threw in, like, a couple, like couple little like jerk camera like mess ups where it would like glitch out but I feel like it was almost like some of the camera movements were a little too smooth like mm. especially on the cops they all have like their chest cams yeah. and they're, if they're like running it looked like it was like someone was on like a dolly <laughs> it was like <laughs> and that very well could have happened I mean for me if you're gonna I, I'm with Andy I mean I was pleasantly surprised because I just checked it out off a whim Mm-hmm. And I, I had heard about it. Like someone, I, I think I read something online. You know, this is a, this is kind of like one of those hidden gems, and I had no expectations for it. And I'm like, well, we should do this because this movie actually has some meat to it. Uh, I, the way I approached it was like an anthology. You know, like like almost like VHS is. And I don't know if you've ever seen All Hallows Eve. The the first time we get introduced to art the clown from terrifier but it's like an anthology but it all comes together so there you know the found footage didn't bother me at all it was a little bloated as far as the storylines because i mean it was really hard to follow the cops and then going with these prankster teenagers and then and then you've got um, <laughs> heather and then you've got this other you, you know you got charles Wright, and you're trying to follow all these people but but the way they tied it up at the end i, I thought was great yeah you know i thought it was the evolution of any kind of anthology like vhs would be yeah i i, I agree i think that's a good way to, to look at this i think it is kind of like a like three different parts of of a movie that all come together yeah makes sense yeah, yeah. i guess i didn't really think of it that way yeah and I guess if you were trying to follow along and I completely get what you're saying as far as it could have been a little grainy or it could have been a little more dark and it was a little polished for being found footage or well, POVs. And usually when you do a found footage film, it's found footage from a piece of media, not like anything that had a camera on it to different sources. Like yeah. it was funny to go from like, okay, I can get seeing through the lens of the camera guy for the newscaster. Makes sense. I can see through a smartphone of a teenager. That makes sense. And like, cause like they found the footage from those people who were involved, but then we're seeing like footage, like they're at the drive through getting like dinner and like, yeah. you're seeing like the, the CC camera, camera from the yeah. restaurant. And I'm like, uh, what they did. They asked the restaurant for the footage. Like what? Right. Yeah. And I, I, I yeah, I think that's overthinking it a little bit. Maybe I mean, because because that's well, I think that's the evolution of a found footage is because there's so much technology out there mm-hmm. that you know it makes it more interesting. And you know, some of those shots, you're right. I like like when it comes to the CC camera at the restaurant while they're through the drive-through. What's the point? It's just funny because it just makes me forget that it's a found footage film yeah. at that point because it's cutting right. to so many angles mm-hmm. that it like wouldn't matter. And then at the, and then like three quarters through the movie, I'm thinking to myself. All these kids are recording each other on their phones this whole time. How is their phones not dead? It's 9.30 p.m. and these kids have been on their phones all day. My phone's going to die at 5.30. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, boy. 
Well, let's let's dive into it. We kick off the movie. Uh, so Adam Krauss actually created this hoax in Green Bay back in 2016. Um, I, it, it was every kind of piece of camera that you could ever find your cheapest, most inexpensive. You know, it was a cop cam. It was phones. It was your 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 security cameras or whatever. Uh, kicks off in a parking garage. Uh, there's some balloons in a car. Gags appears. So when you said the glitchiness, you know, obviously gags is paranormal. Right. You never actually see him kill anybody in this movie. No, he kind of just stands there and then blinks away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he lets his balloons do his thing or his mm-hmm. minions do his his bidding um, or people doing it to themselves. So you, the group of three people um, sees gags. Uh, the balloons are in the car. And this guy bows up at, at gags like in the parking garage. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, come on, man. Tries to pick a fight with him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, one of the balloons explodes. What happens to the guy? He's like pukes up blood or something yeah he like just that. starts like he, one of the balloons explodes and it like lets off a powder and he just starts he's like coughing the entire time and i remember like as as like the girl's driving away she's like telling him to shut up and i was like stop dying for a second and just, <laughs> quiet william i'm trying to escape <laughs> uh, so then we go to the news crew so it's like almost like a like a newscast it's called gags watch gags watch which i thought was like the whole funniest name for a news segment <laughs> and they actually like were kind of meta about it in the film too that is it was pretty fun um you meet heather from wgrb tv uh <laughs> mason bridge you I, i've only been to green bay a handful of times but that's like the main bridge in, in green bay right the mason street bridge no yeah. uh the um I, I can't, it's the, um, the big bridge is like kind of north of town. Okay. There, uh, um, so they, they were talking about, this is where Gags was first spotted. So, and he's got like this, they hired like five or six people to hold up. Gags is awesome <laughs> yeah. signs. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, they make a killer clowns from out of space reference. They here. do make the, yes. They, oh, I, it's I like a killer that. clown from out of space. Uh, that. <laughs> yeah. I found that was pretty funny. Um, we get introduced to the cops. We get introduced to Charles Wright, who's a right-wing conservative right. podcaster. Like Alex Jones knockoff type. Kind of, Yeah, yes. kind of like so that. So the, 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 uh, the impetus behind that character apparently was when they did this viral marketing, uh, they took these shots of this clown or whatever, and then it came out that you know they were the ones that did it or whatever. So they got all these death threats, and there were like guys standing there with guns uh, in the spots that the clown had been, and they said, you know, if we see you and your clown here, uh, we're not going to call the cops. We're going to use this, you know. So he took <laughs> he took basically the ideas that. Uh, you know, the, the ideas that were being portrayed to him by these people who were sending him this stuff. And he created this Charles Wright out of it. Mm-hmm. And now, like I looked on Amazon doc and look, I, I'm kind of more of a conservative person. I thought that was, it was really ridiculous on Amazon.com. There's, uh, excuse me, all these people giving him just re- a lot of grief about it. Okay. Like how it's, how it's this woke movie and stuff. And I didn't catch that at no. all. Like, I don't, I don't get that. Like I said, I, I, I tend toward that side and, and I, I wasn't offended by any of this. There's, there's nothing. I mean, he's a caricature of, yeah, like a really ridiculous right wing. Yeah. And be, these kind of people exist. Yeah. Let's not, he's let's, clearly let's, a caricature. especially in the podcast world. <laughs> I also like, wait, the, hold on. <laughs> yeah. I also like that this is where I first introduced to Splitz beer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Good golly. That's great. Splitz. That was great. That, that was great. I, uh, 
Yeah. Well, there's two things that Wisconsin's known for is beer and cheese. <laughs> just not splits. <laughs> just not splits. Great. Uh, okay, so then we are also introduced to uh, a group of teenagers, 18, 19 year olds, whatever. Uh, they're going to prank people all night. Uh, they got one of their friends that are dressed up like a clown because they're they're um, going with this whole gags the clown thing. They go to this house party. I thought it was pretty funny at this party. <laughs> this guy had already passed out, and they're putting, like, kitty litter on him. <laughs> yeah, just stacking all this crap on him. Yeah. And, and that's the, totally something that would happen at a party, too. They got yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so the the guy that's dressed up as a clown comes in and scares this girl. Right after that happens, the guy's covered in cat crap and stuff like that. that was, <laughs> yeah, like, I, falls I, in the next room. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> What's going on here? What the fuck? And then it like <laughs> it comes to the next clip. Yeah, it goes to the uh, Pine Street parking garage. Uh, we get a, get to know the uh, cops, the main character cops in this a little bit more. There's a messy crime scene up there because obviously gags got to him. Um, we go back to Charles. See, it jumped around too much for me. I mean, that, it that, did that's a where lot. It, it did. If I can say there's one fault to this movie, it does. It really jumps around quite a bit. And it almost it, makes like the time frames really inaccurate. My partner and I were watching it. My partner had a hard time. She's like, she's watching the timestamps in the corner. She's like, only 45 minutes have passed. She's like, I'm and like all this stuff happens and only 45 minutes is technically passed. Well, and here's the, here's the thing about gags. And you're right. I think in real time, that's that's dumb. But I mean, I think they took care of the gag situation because he is paranormal mm -hmm. or, yeah. and, and, you know, it's causing the glitching in all the cameras anytime he's around. So, I mean, they took care of that situation. But you're absolutely right. The real time people, the alive people are, you know, how did you get from here to here? Also, that, like in the newscast, people like I don't know if this movie knows how news people work. They're not like out all night trying to find a story. <laughs> it's nine thirty. We're gonna go visit a store owner. <laughs> that was like, a funny scene. There's my now. competition, like also <laughs> yeah. roaming the streets for a story. Like, hey, maybe the competition will listen to me, and they're there like a half a second later. <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's very inconsistent about the movie. Um, Let's see here. Oh, yeah. He, he, they, they really lean into this whole technology thing because Charles is doing his podcast and he's like, if I get 500 shares on this video, which isn't a lot. No, not really. That's not a lot. Was it 500? <laughs> it was 500. Okay. Yeah. We were yeah. both like laughing that's like 500 really. <laughs> like, well, I, mean, I, think, I think that's the whole, cause like at one point, the, uh, <laughs> Later on in the movie, he gets twenty five hundred viewers, which is not a lot. Yeah, and and he's like, he's like, oh, this this is a big monumentous event. We've got twenty five hundred viewers, mm -hmm. you know. So I think that is on purpose. He's supposed to be like really excited about this low amount of traffic because he's not that popular. Yeah. He's a lot more, sense. yeah, he's sure. a lot more popular in his mind yeah. than than in the well, real world, you know. And the and the newscasters, the both gals say, uh, local celebrity Charles Wright, you know, right, right. <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> this guy is like like military. He gives off the impression that, that you know, he was uh, almost a Green Beret type, which we'll right. find out differently later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he names his guns. Uh, what were the name of his guns? It was uh, Gwen. Meredith, I think, was one of them or something like Gwen that. Gwen and Big Marge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big Marge. Not to be confused with Large Marge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's a copyright thing, I think. <laughs> yeah. He was a big adventure or something. Yep. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah, I'm just trying to get through the whole synopsis of it. Uh, Doris Meeks, they have this interview with her. She's actually just a birthday party clown. 
And, and, and she's so she was, her business is so affected because everybody's afraid of her. I well, thought and, that was and, pretty funny. And I got, I got, that was I, funny. I feel like this was an actual thing I saw during this whole thing. Yeah. Like, like they actually interviewed people who were, uh, you know, that was their job as being a clown. Yeah. Just, so I don't know if that was part of the viral marketing too. Like this, <laughs> like Adam Krause sent these people out to, to do that. But listen, it's affecting my business her. and people are afraid of me and I'm right. a happy clown. And I might have seen that during it too. When it was like when it. It too came out. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I saw an interview like that then too. So they dig these, you know, clown people <laughs> up. And <laughs> uh, we go back to the uh, house party scene. Uh, the guy that's in the clown outfit scares these people that are, you know, doing it. Um, the cops show up. We find out the girl in this group of three. Her stepmom is one of the cops, right. so she lets her go home. <laughs> she says, uh, "You know, go see your dad." The, the, some of the dialogue was so dumb in this. Yeah, right. Why would you tell her to? Get in your car and drive home after you've been caught at a party, obviously drinking. Yeah. I, I thought she said she made the point of saying she wasn't drinking, though. But did you, you really believe? Well, I, I, like a, wouldn't a, wouldn't a cop be able to tell? I suppose, yeah. yeah. But still, it's just like go home, get in your car. I'm like, wait, what? And, no. and this and this cop stepmom was like maybe two years older than her. Right. Yeah, there's like, like, not like much of an age difference in this place. Like. I get it. You know, you know, maybe she likes older guys and there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not going to shame you about that. But I mean, she she the cop looks like she just got out of high school. This girl looks like she's still in high school. And I don't know if it's one thing they got right about Green Bay is that everybody knows each other. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, so we go. This is where we go to the shop owner, Ralph. Um, Heather's having an interview with him. He's spilling off about 1974. This is the same guy. Uh, didn't something catch on fire or something like that and went up in smoke. Right. And then Heather's just like, ah, okay, this is it. I'm done. And then <laughs> this Ralph guy goes, well, maybe the competition will listen to me. And sure as <laughs> yes. hell, they show up a half second later. Right. You know, we, we meet Rebecca from uh, what? WBSC. BSC. I was trying to figure out what that stood for. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Rebecca shows up and, you know, they're, they're trying, they're chasing the same story. So you're right. Going back to what you said is like, newscasters are not chasing this around. If <laughs> no, they're not driving anything, around all night just looking for no, things like, to happen. There's no like blood feuds no. between two channels. Like, it's so, it's so campy. Just like, just like in uh, <laughs> Anchorman, you know? Yeah, uh, exactly. Like, yeah, that's almost like what could have happened here. Um, yeah, the pranksters are going to go do more pranks. Uh, yeah, they decided to go to the, isn't this when they decided to go to the fairgrounds? No, they, they went to a grocery store, I think, and they scared somebody. Oh, that's right. They went right after that. Um, no, here's here's one of the, like, the more effective scenes for me is that then we jump to another story which was like, oh boy, here we go again, because it's like a cop and, and and uh, I guess a daughter or something like that filming right. the cop coming in. This girl locks herself in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And the mom's saying, well, she hasn't come out. I need to get her out. I'm really worried about her. And uh, the cop's doing what he's supposed to. He's like, hey, uh, you know, come on out. We just want to make sure you're okay. And he tries to get in, and she pushes the door violently. And then he, he gets ready to call the back for backup. And she comes out, and her face is all cut up just like a clown. And that was like, like and it cut. So yeah, that was really effective for me. That was a good scene, yeah. And I, I did think, I thought there were some pretty decent imagery once in a while in this movie. I, I really do think well, that. It, it, it gave you that that little nugget of, of mm-hmm. gold that was like, oh, yeah, that was great. Right. You no, know, I, I, to, I thought so, too. I yeah, thought it was that was a really where good I thought, like, okay, movie. that was a cool scene. Yeah. I, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah and so, I mean, because 
I would say about half the humor didn't land for me. Mm-hmm. The other half did. I mean, there were some that made me laugh, and I went, what? Don't you think that's kind of horror humor to begin with, though? I mean, it's never well, all that great. Right. I, I wouldn't say it's so much. <laughs> it either doesn't land or it does. I mean, right. a, a majority of it. But this was so 50-50 for me when it when it came to the humor in this movie. I mean, because yeah. there was I a lot the movie, of I thought it was decently funny for a yeah. horror movie. Look, well, and look, I'm not, One-liners, I, zingers, whatever. I, yeah. I just defended Veronica last week, but, you, you know, I, I really do think that... I thought that it was fairly funny. I found it to be a funny movie. And, well, uh, and <laughs> you want to do a comparison to Veronica is like, well, the, the, that was unintentionally the humor funny. humor was on purpose on this. Yeah. It was supposed to be funny. That's right. <laughs> but, but you know, I, I did think that as far as being a fun, I, I thought it didn't, it, it did a competent job of being funny as well. I, I didn't, you know, it wasn't great. Some of it was kind of, you know, the kind of, jokes your dad tells or whatever that you're like oh boy whatever but yeah and there were some in there that actually really made me laugh yeah there were there were some there were some actually funny things <laughs> we go to the competitor uh, reporter rebecca uh, she's interviewing charles now see i didn't understand this part um because it was almost like he kept repeating himself yeah, or, or repeating what his agenda was with gags the clown right but he has an interview with the the competing TV station, and just it's like okay, I, I get it. He wants vigilante justice. All of his two thousand followers want him to go take care of this gags the clown situation. But then there's another interview that just repeated it again. Mm-hmm. You know, we just want to make sure that you know this guy is a right wing gun toting guy that is out for vigilante justice. Is this the part where it makes the meta joke where he's like, we don't want this story to end up in a horror movie that yeah. no one's ever going to see? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, like, yeah, next step, they should have just looked at the camera. Like, geez. Broke, broke that fourth one. And I, I have that written down <laughs> that there. He funny. says, I, I don't want funny. this to just be some dumb horror movie. Right. No uh-huh. yeah. I, I actually <laughs> did think that was kind of funny when they said that. Yeah. Like, ooh, but that, again, that, I, mean, I think that's that humor landed but then again yeah. the scene itself was so unnecessary because it's he's repeating everything that he said he was going to do mm-hmm. so um this is where we go to the carnival the three yeah. people go to the carnival um they want to prank more people i mean th- th- these guys have such a uh th- especially the main guy has a really just tyler is, yeah, he's adamant about pranking people. It's like, this yeah. is all we're going to do tonight. <laughs> yeah, dude, calm down. <laughs> Very like, why are you so obsessed with this? <laughs> yeah, because the guy that was wearing the clown costume, he's like, why aren't you in your costume? Well, they wouldn't let me in. I wanted cotton candy. Yeah. Um, that's when but that's when Tyler delivers my favorite line and just pouts and he's like, Well, I'm just gonna go ride the tilt world twice <laughs> <laughs> and you're paying for it. I'm like, oh my god. Wow, a whole three dollars. Oh. <laughs> that'll that'll learn you not to wear your clown costume. Right. Um yeah, they end up finding a black balloon on a carousel. <laughs> a gag's original black balloon, oh, like no. he knew. Did you know that this came out about the same time that It Chapter 2 did? Really? I think a week before. <laughs> yeah, you know you're That's right. Funny. It did. Um, <laughs> so there you go. I mean, it's like, I think it's paying a little tribute to... to For sure. It, and it's not making fun of it at all. No. Uh, of it, or Pennywise. Um, so yeah, the, the balloon explodes. The guy that was wearing the clown costume gets it in his face. He's coughing. He coughs up some like blue stuff, man, which was pretty gnarly looking. Uh, well, he was eating blue cotton candy. So that's, was it blue? That's actually remember. yeah. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was. So yeah, because Tyler thought he was just like that's authentic. He wow. thought he was puking up like uh, Jaegermeister. He's like, yeah. we didn't have any Jaeger. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, 
we go back to Charles, and uh, he's like, 22 minutes ago, we got this picture, so they're chasing. He wants to go find gags, and, you know, <laughs> he's like this gun-toting badass. So he gets out of his truck, and vigilante style goes, right now, you stop right now, I'm going to shoot you. And you hear this carnival sound, and... He looks up, camera guy looks up, and then all of a sudden Gags is gone. Did we miss that one scene where yeah. they were in the warehouse? Yeah, because there was a part where the cops come across the dude from the first scene in like the, it was an, I don't know if it was like a hospital or something like that. It looked like it was like some sort of warehouse or hospital. Oh, that's right. That's it. Yeah, okay, so before the track, before Charles meets up with Gags, uh, the two main cops that are part of the story go to like this uh, office or, or, or like building. And they see this guy laying on the ground. His face is cut up, too, like a clown. They think he's dead, and they're calling for backup. This guy just sits up Michael Myers style. Yeah. He's not dead. And it's like these, these uh, it's like zombified or something like that. Yeah. But they see him. They yeah, tell him trains. to stop. They chase him a little bit, and all of a sudden, he disappears. Oh, we also missed that one where. Shoot him once. Oh, they do shoot him. That's right, because they, they see the blood on the door. Um, there was a scene earlier in the movie where a uh, cop has a like a blue Impala or finds a blue Impala. Oh, yeah. Um, see, this is why Andy needs to- <laughs> Yeah, this is why she take better notes, I guess. But, uh, yeah, the that car had a license plate. The, did you notice the license plate on that car? Oh, crap. Well, it, yeah. was, it was FIB 421, so I don't know if they were trying to say something about our friends from Illinois. That's what, <laughs> that's what we call uh, there, There's from, a reference that is made to our, from, our yeah, friends down in Illinois. <laughs> yes, I'm um, not sure if that was a reference When you see their license plate as you're driving on the yeah, Exactly. It was a Wisconsin license plate, but it said it, it said FIB 421 on it, so I don't know if that was an inside joke about <laughs> uh, our friendly Illinois brothers. That's what we call them, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, friendly that's, Illinois brethren. That's right. That, that's it. That's exactly what But going about. back to the uh, Charles Wright scene where he was, where he had him at gunpoint, you know, he, and he, get, he gets away, like he disappears off the, I didn't understand what was so like embarrassing about that for him. Maybe I missed something there. Did he like, uh, what was, so he's got him at gunpoint and he disappears. So what? I think the embarrassing thing, embarrassing thing is that he had him at point blank and just didn't take the shot. Didn't or, do anything. You know, just let him go. I, I guess yeah, yeah, because he was he was he yeah. had him lined up like for a, a good little while, and then sure. all of a sudden the music played, and they both turned their head, and then then he's gone. Yeah. So the guy is yeah. So the the what's embarrassed because the his his uh, camera guy is like you just blew this. You're yeah. this was so embarrassing. You oh, should see what people are saying. Him. Oh, yeah, you, you should see what people are saying online about you now. And I was like, what exactly did he do that was so bad? He didn't shoot this guy. I That's mean, probably, that was it. That was just <laughs> that, it. The that fact was that he did. Shoot him. Kill him, yeah, and he was like saying all of this stuff about about killing him as soon as he saw <laughs> well, him. And yeah, that, okay. that was the whole setup for him, and, yeah. and his character arc comes into play later. Is that that's exactly what you know? He that's what he said like through the, right. the extra interview that he did. Yep. You know, take no prisoners, vigilante justice, swift vigilante justice I, I on so, this yeah. guy that's which, terrorizing our town. Which pretty much leads me to believe that like he went into this manhunt not expecting to find the clown at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like just wanted to get the views and tried to go as hard as as far as he could until he well couldn't anymore. I think this movie does try to say something about um, you know social media and uh, our obsession with that kind of kind of thing. You know, and and I don't know. I think it. I think it actually does an okay job of it. Like it's not contrived. It's not in your face about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and I think it does give you a little bit to think about. 
what <laughs> you know that's like our, with this character i suppose yeah yeah you know and, and i thought i thought it, he the, the well, Krauss he arc, did it but Krauss, he arcs I, into it at the end of the movie right mm-hmm. he and arcs I, into right. that i thought Krauss did an okay job of, of that you know of like of making that statement yeah because uh, it was believable See, yeah it was believable it wasn't like in our face it wasn't saying you're you know this, there's nothing wrong with having a very melodramatic overly played character i mean if no, it's done well and no uh, i like the charles Wright character yeah, i thought he i thought it was he, an interesting character he was one of my favorite yeah, I, thought, I thought that the character of heather wasn't so great i didn't yeah I didn't, no i didn't think heather was great either and i, I think it's she was really okay, funny actually. that she existed for a particular joke <laughs> oh the growing the balls part no 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 uh, we'll get to oh, it's okay. i don't want to spoil anything yet because we're not we haven't gotten to it yeah, <laughs> okay. i don't know i thought i thought she did an okay job actually she's uh, been in some other things that i haven't seen but i I think I recognize this I just, actress. I, I didn't connect with her, like, and I didn't connect with the Charles Wright character, but I, I enjoyed what he was doing. Oh, I like and I think every time that Charles Wright character <laughs> came out, that guy's name is Aaron Christensen who played him. I thought every time he was on the screen, he really stole the stole the scene. And and maybe he was overacting a little bit. Sure, whatever, man. But, but, but it, he was. Me. I mean, no, it didn't bother any... me at all. I thought he it was. It really. He did a really good job playing this character, and well, and it should have been over Jim the top. Jim Carrey movie. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, right. It should have been over the top. This yeah. guy should have been over the top. And this guy did a good job of doing that without making it really like embarrassing or or, or right. cheesy. You know, he was playing a character taking it over the top. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I like I liked him a lot. So we'll we'll start getting into wrapping this up. They go to the Larson Green Mill. Is that a real thing? Uh, not that I'm I don't know. I, I don't know Green Bay all that well. I go there like every my every old man month, used but. to work there. Oh, convenient. <laughs> <laughs> um. I have so to go car- to Green Bay for work like once a month, so I, I don't. I mean, I, I recognize some of the street names and stuff, but I'm not even sure that all those are real. So, <laughs> WGRB, come on, WGRB yeah. is not there. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah. that's not a station. But <laughs> well, that'd be a great call letter. It would be. I'm really like, surprised I'm nobody has sure that. I'm pretty sure the Green Bay Police Department don't refer to themselves as the GBPD. No, I don't think so either. But you know what? Those <laughs> those look like genuine Green Bay police cars. So I, I wouldn't know. I haven't seen one. Yeah, face, uh, next uh, to it. Uh, yeah. I, well, I. <laughs> I mean, Inside one, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When I was in the back of one, no, I, but those really did look like Green Bay police cars. So I don't know if he, uh, he I'd be interested to talk to him about how he worked all that out. But I'd love to, yeah, I'd love to talk to him. That um, would be cool. I wonder if we can get him. Probably he yeah. follows us on Instagram. Now. Hey, well, if you're listening to this, <laughs> yeah, give us a call. One eight hundred. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so we go to the uh, Larson Green Mill. So this is like where the anthology all comes together because like right. Gags the Clown is. <laughs> Brought this story together. He's the glue that holds this story together. Um, we got the uh, the the three people that were playing pranks all night. Uh, the main was his name Tyler. Tyler, yeah. Tyler wants to do one more prank. We got to do one. We got to get this podcaster for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, the friend is sick. He's still puking up stuff because but he's of the still balloon. Game. <laughs> and then the girlfriend says uh no let's get him to the hospital he's like no he's fine he's a fine don't worry about it and then like she's like well i'm going home well you got to walk you're not taking my car and then he said um oh my god this actually kind of irritated me well another <laughs> v card to add to the collection yeah I just, <laughs> uh, oh god that's, that's why I, that's why i wrote the note tyler's a douche <laughs> like, <laughs> i think that solidified him as one yeah definitely oh yeah uh, Charles is already there. He's got, for some reason, like this oversized glow stick. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Was it? Was an oversized glow stick? What? Are you going to a raid? What's <laughs> yes. going on, buddy? Uh, why would you need that when your camera guy has a very yeah, nice light? light? Yeah. Right. Um, well, let's see. I, I did write down what was on the wall. It says the forgotten are no laughing matter. I didn't understand why. Yeah, they didn't really come around to explaining that whole thing. Well, no, I, and I think the lore here was. You know, it, I think they did that well, though, too. I, I, I don't want like a deep dive into what makes gags gags. And I think we learned enough about him. And, and like maybe that quote gives us some more information about, you know, he got burned in this circus or whatever. Right. And mm -hmm. maybe he his spirit felt forgotten or something like that. You know, I, I think there was a, just enough lore in this to make it interesting, give you enough yeah. to work with as far as explaining what, what this was all about. And then they didn't lean into that interview with that Ralph guy at all. Mm -mm. So I they mean, made like it, one little blip that like, Oh, it's the same guy from 1974. Yeah. Right. And, and it was very forgettable. But then again, you know, which is fine. I, I liked that. I, yeah. I don't, I don't want like a whole backstory on gags necessarily, mm -mm. you know? And I think that, that whole thing gave us enough, gave us that information that we needed and, and like sometimes that ambiguity is what's scary right like right. we don't need an explanation no like. exactly you know so we get uh heather and the camera guy arrived um he's very hesitant about going in she says uh find your balls and he goes i i should probably <laughs> report that to hr but i won't <laughs> i had to laugh because she like lock picks a security door oh. with a bobby pin and then she opens the door and it's one of those ones that you have to like push in from the other <laughs> side and i'm like uh-uh <laughs> not with a bobby pin but there's another great line there though he's like macgyver in this where'd yeah you, where'd MacGyver. you learn that she goes macgyver, MacGyver. Yeah. <laughs> uh so the, the creepy carnival music is playing you know they're all these stores are starting to come together it's almost like they're coming to the middle of the building you know from each side of the building they're all coming in um they f oh no 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 Charles and the the um, camera guy see somebody running towards them and it's actually Tyler that dressed up as a clown to scare people he's like help me help me and then <laughs> this is where our arc for uh, Charles happens is he rears back boom shoots the guy dead yeah he doesn't want to have this uh, happen again where he's embarrassed so he he takes his yeah, shot and yeah. the camera guy just goes hey yeah that was awesome yeah. killer and yeah. you know he's all freaked out we come to find out that charles did serve in the military right but, but he was a mechanic right never and went he, into combat he, he never went into combat so right. it's freaking out so he's blaming the camera guy for egging him on to shoot right. the guy um well we got the cops that came in right after this happens. Charles well, and the camera guy run away. Yeah, the cops, uh, she's looking for her daughter, her stepdaughter, her stepdaughter, because she thinks she's not around yet. Right. So she thinks oh, she's yeah. gone into this place. Yeah, so the, the, actually the lady cop's name is Chrissy. So Chrissy's like like looking around for the stepdaughter, calls her, keeps calling her, uh, runs into a room with a bunch of black balloons. Nothing happens here. You just saw a glimpse of uh, gags. Um, she's running through, finally gets a hold of her, but she falls through the floor yeah. and dies. And then that's sensibly, I guess. Yeah. So that's now, it. Now, this is idea. where I thought it was weird. Like with her, was her daughter on the phone with her? Yes. What? Okay. If my stepmom, who was a cop <laughs> called me and was not saying a damn word, or responding to anything I was saying, I would ask some questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because what? she gave those pauses. She, she's like saying, listen, you got me in trouble with dad. Thanks a lot. Says nothing. 
and then this and this and yeah, this. Yeah, not even like a and hello. Pauses. Yeah. Like, right. uh, well, her, I'm going to hang up now. Bam. Not even give her the benefit of a doubt if it was like a butt dial or something. Like, come on. Uh, you ever been really mad at your parents? I don't know. I <laughs> When you were a teenager, I, I don't know. That might be plausible, actually. Another <laughs> kind of funny scene is like uh, Heather and the camera guy find the door with... You know, boarded, boarded up. up, barely boarded up. And, you know, she's, she's in this fake struggle thing, and bam, just pops right off like right. nothing. Yeah, because you know you can board up a brick wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuck in the brick, huh? Yeah. And if you can get a nail through a brick, it's not coming down. Yeah. <laughs> so they get that open. They go through the door, and then they find this kind of creepy tent right in the middle of the room. This is great imagery right here. Yeah, I thought I this, loved that. This scene. final part was really cool. Yeah, it really was. So they, they climb underneath, which, you know, there's not no continuity here because they have to climb underneath the tent, whereas the other guys that run in later, they go through the tent like there's a slit through it. They, <laughs> they don't find the slit. Okay. That's funny. Um, so they go in there. They see a group of, like, what, nine, ten people yeah, like sit, that. sitting in a semicircle, and then on the, on the back wall it says gags. And then like Heather and the camera sure. guy are, don't move. And then these guys come up running in, the uh, camera guy and Charles, they're bickering back and forth. The guy cop shows up and... <laughs> Tries to defuse the situation. Yeah, and I, I don't remember the camera guy picking up the gun, but he had a gun. He oh, did, geez. yeah. Yeah, he, he, and he, he, and like they're still bickering, and the cop's like, shut up, calm down, everybody on the floor. I don't, I don't think he picked it up anywhere. I think yeah. this is just the gun he carries. Yeah, he, so he pulled it out. <laughs> yeah. And because Charles is like, you need to arrest him. I'm a he had veteran. a big old gun, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he know. tries to blame him for the murder. Well, he he, he <laughs> says flat out, he's like, he egged me on to do it. You well, need to arrest him. Yeah, and then Charles is insulting Wayne, that's the camera guy, as he's got a gun drawn on him. I'm right. like, yo, maybe you want to stop calling him names while he's got a gun pointed at your head, huh? <laughs> so this is where CG happens because Wayne shoots Charles. Uh, the cop shoots Wayne and it's CG. It's like, yeah. And you see the CG yeah. spots. Um, what happened to the other camera guy? I think he dips. He, he, just, he? he just they, left. He, he just left. He, he was he just yeah, like, that's like, this and he leaves. Yeah, oh, that's he right. He just left the camera. Right. And then after, after, uh, Charles got shot by the, by his cameraman, he, that's right. He left. That's right. He's he like, I'm done with down. this. Yeah. Heather picked up the camera. And Heather, <laughs> Heather was mad at him because, yeah. uh, cause he left too. Yeah. She, she was like, you keep filming, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and um, that's when Gags comes out. Doesn't right. say a word. He's got his balloons, and that's it. So they all stand up. They turn back around, and then this balloon falls on and the there's top. there's, like, an announcer announcing the show, which I thought was really cool. Like, give it up for Gags. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of in the background. <laughs> it was, like, really eerie. <laughs> it was, man. This was a, this was a pretty creepy scene. Uh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> so they all turn around at the cop. Uh, the balloon explodes over him. Does he catch on fire? I think he combusts. I think that's what happened, right? I don't because it, it was kind of a, it was a choppy, like the, it was the chess camera scene, like his POV, and then it's like almost like it combusted. Yeah, it's just like a bright light. No, I don't yeah. remember seeing if I, I was thinking it was going to catch on fire, but I don't remember seeing a fire. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know exactly what happened to the cop. There was I mean, candles inside of the tent. Yeah, and yeah. Then after well, it was like tiki torches. Yeah, tiki torches. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Heather books it out of there. And then you have, uh, what's her name? Was it Rebecca, I think? Yeah. yeah Rebecca's out there from the uh, the competitive or the competitor. And they're filming. Okay, get this shot right here. And then you see Heather run across the lawn. 
and then the camera follows her, runs right into Gags. Right. Uh, he's got his black balloons. They fly up and do some crazy stuff. Camera pans back down, and it's a balloon that looks exactly like Heather. Yeah, I find <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> this made me laugh. Exactly so much. like her. <laughs> like exactly like her. I, I was. Yeah, it, uh, now I, my question is, did they find this balloon at Party City and then like dress the character to look like this balloon? Or because did they, she like, didn't look like that the whole. I wanted movie. to know the exact same thing. No, she looked like that the entire time. <laughs> the, like you, the little was, coat, yes, and the hair, her hair, everything, everything was the same. I, <laughs> or the was the microphone that it was holding? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It even had a microphone. Yeah, that that was just tacked on. I, I laughed. But, so hard. I, I thought it was, I was like, oh my God, where did they get? I wondered the same thing. I'm like, this is a custom made balloon that they made? Or yeah. <laughs> Impressive. Uh, so uh, Heather's sitting there just laughing. I, like, like it's not a very uncomfortable laugh. Like, <laughs> like it's, she's got the joke or something. Yeah. yeah, it is. It was like she got the joke. She was amused by it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I got. I think she's just like so, so the balloon freaked is, out by what she sees. Yeah, the but balloon explodes. She explodes. She explodes. Yeah. She <laughs> totally explodes. Like Terry Gilliam at the end of Time Bandit yes. explodes. Just like, like that. <laughs> All over <laughs> Rebecca. You know, yes. she's, got, she's like picking <laughs> brain pieces yeah, off her head. Yeah, she picked and, a piece of skull out of her Hair. Yeah, and she goes, go live. Cut to black. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and yep. then credits. Yep. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, is there anything we missed? I, I think there was a line that you that you really enjoyed. Uh, the line that was no, that was the I'm gonna go ride the Tilter World twice. Oh. Was the, that was the line. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Kessler, our guest. How are you feeling about Gags the Clown? I thought it was really enjoyable to watch. Uh, the anti- the acting was a little campy. Um, I think it, like I said, going back to the whole found footage thing, I think it would have been better if it was just shot like a straight movie and it maybe upped the camp a little more. If it either was more self-aware in being a campy film or if it just was more serious, I feel like it needed to pick one. Um, but either way, I enjoyed it. It was a lot fun to watch. Um, and it actually made me think of a different movie that I ended up watching after this movie, if we got time for a little recommendation after we give our... Certainly. Yeah. No, cool. What was it? Just say it right now. Uh, Wrinkles, the clown. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, it's on Hulu. Okay. And uh, I, to explain it a little bit, it's basically, um, it kind of like spawns off the same idea, how you said like the director of this movie started a viral campaign for this one, right? Right. Uh, Wrinkles takes place in Florida, and it's about the same thing. A man starts a viral campaign saying that he's a clown for hire, and it's just a sticker. It says Wrinkles the Clown, uh, and it's got a number on it. And he goes around saying that, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'm hiring myself out to scare people or discipline your kids. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and it's a documentary about this Wrinkles the Clown oh, wow. and the phone calls he gets and the, and it actually did go viral in Florida. Wow. And they have like news clips and they have like, <laughs> like Billy, uh, Billy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon talking about it and all this stuff. Um, so it was basically like, uh, a movie about the same presence, uh, the same um, concept, just presented differently. It was a documentary rather than a straight up horror movie. Than a straight up like found footage film, yeah. Okay. So, um, and it wasn't, and it ended up like I was going into this documentary expecting to be like it was going to be like a horror documentary, but actually, like, yeah, there was some bits of horror in it. Mm-hmm. But I left being like, wow, that was really good, and like ended up being more of like a social experiment movie. Okay, because it. Also picks up on like, uh, like parents, like parental, like, uh, 
behavior. Sure. And then, like, they talk with, like, behavioral therapists and stuff like <laughs> yeah. this. And, like, how these people are teaching their kids wrong by calling this number and threatening this clown <laughs> on their children. Yeah, it's... A r- yeah, I, I've, I, I, me up about it. It's like, I'm here to scare people or to discipline your children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've, heard, I've heard of this one, definitely. And it's, yeah. it's, I, it's like, mentioned in the same breath as, as Gags the Clown mm-hmm. all the time. So yeah, it's and it's only like an hour long. Huh. Definitely worth a watch. Real interesting. Um, but uh, out of if I had to give it out of five for Gags the Clown, I'd yeah. give it a two, probably closer to three out of five. Right of five? Solid, yeah. That's Enjoyable, solid. didn't hate it. Uh, thought the for it being low budget and everything, and it's real good. And also, like, shout-outs to Green Bay. It was a big love letter to yeah. Oh, yeah. the was, city, that of, that was city itself. Actually, yeah. like, I, I, I actually leaned a little more into that with my score. Andy, how are you feeling about <laughs> Gags the Clown? So, like I said, I, I did not expect anything out of Gags the Clown. I didn't think this was going to be a good movie, and I was very pleasantly surprised. I, uh, You know, I am kind of a fan of found footage, uh, but and you're right, like, it wasn't done all that well, and, and definitely don't try to run on your treadmill while you're watching found f- footage movies. That's not a good idea. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just a, a, a hint there. Um, but uh, I thought it was a competently done movie. I thought there were really some pretty scary, or actually scary parts of it. I thought the humor was, yeah, it was dumb in t- at times. But some, some of it was pretty funny. It was, it was overall, it was a funny movie, and I enjoyed it. I, I get, I'm thinking a two and a half, but I, I am leaning towards a three on this one, and mm-hmm. I really think you should, people should watch it. Yeah, it's free on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's, it's I'm a right good, there. entertaining movie. Yeah, I'm right there with both of you. Again, I didn't seek this movie out. I just heard about it. So I watched it with zero expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to take the perspective of it being an anthology, which I got a lot more enjoyment out of that. Just really hard to follow because they condensed it into, it could have been a little bit more, maybe another 10 minutes or something like that. But it just, some of the cuts didn't seem smooth. Uh, You're right. Some of the POV shots were like, that's way too clean looking right Mm -hmm. there. Um, But the fact that I do like found footage, I really enjoy anthologies. So those two things going with it and the fact that it was filmed in Wisconsin and it was so competently done. The dialogue was kind of dumb in most parts. But like I said before, half the humor landed, half of it didn't. But... The formula of a horror movie is to make you laugh, is to make you scared, and to make you jump. I will say, though, I think they needed to hire more actors that were from Wisconsin, because I don't think many of them had very many Wisconsin accents. No, they did not have Wisconsin. I detected like, some Canadian in there, for sure. Some There's, New York? I'm yeah, like, definitely. what the heck? <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. We're I, not I from totally Wisconsin, that. We don't say a boot That would be here. like me doing a, like a Wisconsin accent. I don't have <laughs> one. I heard in a boot in there. I'm yeah, like, yeah you're, you're not. Like, uh, that's not from Wisconsin. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like this movie. Um, is it going to make my list at the end of the year? No. But it's a three, <laughs> it's a three and a half for me. Wow. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I'll give you that, man. This this movie was fun. I disagree. It was, it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I still enjoyed it for all the right reasons. Yep. Uh, anywho. All right. Well, let's see. Next week, we're actually going to classic. I don't know if you've ever seen this one. It's called The Invitation from 2015. <sighs> Who's in that one? Uh, not a lot. Of, um, God, what's his name? The guy that played uh, the clown on on American Horror Story, John Michael Car- John Carroll, whatever his name is. Uh-huh. He's one of the characters. It's about an invitation of a, um, a, a mar- or a divorced couple, and they get together and have this like like a, a dinner party, but the 
dinner party turns very sinister. <laughs> oh, I think I've seen previews for this. I've never seen it, though. Yeah, great movie. Interesting. Huh. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Andy. I, I, I think you might like it. Um, Kessler, thank you so much again. Your fourth time, yeah. episode number six. Thanks for having me. Always love it. Wow. I feel like uh, like like Mike Nelson in Mystery Science Theater. Every once in a while, like you throw a movie at me. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go watch it real quick. <laughs> well, I think we're doing okay because you actually enjoyed the last two we did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lighthouse and this one, and and Andy let you borrow Veronica. Yeah, I let you borrow Veronica. Oh, man, that was a ride. <laughs> Woo, so fun. But you've never seen anything like it, right? No. <laughs> six star movie, right? Oh yeah, six. Six. Star movie. Stars, yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks again, Kessler. Andy, have a good weekend. Everybody else, have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week.